Welcome to Women Waken, a holistic guide to wellness and abundant self-love, where we navigate healing, relationships, building self-confidence, and unconditional self-love and acceptance for an abundant life. I am your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. This solo episode is a part of my Identifying and Healing series, where I help people to find and name the blocks, barriers, or cycles they're going through and begin to address them and heal them to move on to the life and experience that they're looking for. This specific episode is on the question, are you addicted to excitement and chaos? And if so, is it impacting your relationships, both romantic, work relationships, family relationships, and the relationship with yourself? I go into detail around some of my understanding as a therapist, but also as as someone who has been through recovery and into programs that have identified these tendencies, where they come from, and how to move out from them. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Whitney here with a solo episode. This is my Friday episode, which is on identifying and healing wounds, habits, unhealthy cycles that are holding us back and keeping us from tapping more into our divine feminine, our unconditional self-love, really the life and inner experience that we want to have. So on today's episode, I want to work from some stuff that came up on my interview with Teresa Lear-Levine a few weeks ago, who spoke of EFT, emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping. So it's this thing, if you listen to that episode, she walks us through and you might've heard of tapping, which is where you state or repeat mantras while you're tapping different areas of your bodies. It can help regulate your system and shift your mindset around things. Very effective and helpful. So we talk a lot about that, how it can snap you out of strong negative emotions, spiraling down into anxiety or fear and help you reconnect more with your true self with truth in general, which is that you're okay. Everything is fine. All of our fears and anxiety come from beliefs that are usually not true, right? So what I wanted to get into today, which I feel relates a lot to dating and relationships, but also our relationship with life in general and the way that our life plays out, which is the addiction to chaos. So another part of Teresa's work is focusing on the importance of nervous system regulation. So what that means is that our nervous system is what we feel when we feel anxious, when we feel afraid. It's our body starts responding to our state, right? So being able to regulate our nervous systems means being able to recognize that our body is only reacting to the message and it's messages it's getting from our brain, right? Which may come from an, a feeling, right? We may have a perfectly normal feeling, but our brain hears it, recognizes it, senses it, and thinks, oh, uh-oh, there's a problem. She's scared. She's scared. We got we to gotta get into panic mode. We got to protect her. What we need to recognize is that we want to make friends with our nervous system. 
We also want to be able to regulate our nervous system, which again is her point, the importance of that. Breathing techniques are important. EFT can help with that. However, another thing we touch on is that some people are more comfortable in a resting state of dysregulation. So what am I talking about? Have you ever felt that you might be addicted to drama? Hmm? Anybody? Me? I have. I'll just raise my hand. I don't know about you guys. I do. I have. As a recovered substance abuser and eating disordered person, I, I mean, love addicts, sex, all these things. There's, you know, can be, feel like a lot of fun in the chaos. It can feel more exciting. You can also call it addic addiction to excitement or chaos, whatever you want to call it. But just think of it. It's, it's a dysregulated state. You don't know what's going to come. You don't know what's next. It's a crazy ride. It's the roller coaster. Rather than a regulated system is still, it's calm. It's peaceful. Can you sit with that? Can you be with that? In our world these days, there is not a lot of stillness. There's so much going on. There's so much energy. There's so much technology now that we constantly have stimulation. Things that give us a high, things that, you know, chill us out. So we're constantly all over the place. So just a question to think about, because again, these episodes I'm doing are about identifying. I throw stuff out there to see if it might be something where you're like, whoa, 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 what was that? What was that? I do that. I hear that. Say more. And so the importance of this is to recognize that if we tend to lean towards more tumultuous relationships, unhealthy relationships, toxic relationships, it can come back to that addiction to excitement or chaos, that we don't actually feel comfortable with a regulated nervous system, that we feel more familiar with a dysregulated one. Here's what I want to offer from my therapy perspective. Also, I learned all of this. I did 12-step programs in my path to sobriety. And one of the programs I did is called ACA, which is Adult Children of Alcoholics, which is really helpful when you're wanting to look. You're not maybe like a substance abuser. You're not addicted to drugs, but you have these same patterns, these same things that you do over and over. And you ask yourself, why do I self-sabotage like this? Why do I self-destruct relationships or my own happiness and my own, my own well-being? And what they point out, and it was something that when I read it, it like, bam, it was like, oh my gosh, that hits home really hard, was the idea that when we grow up in a household that is dysfunctional or chaotic, we, that's, those are our fundamental years. So that sort of frenetic energy, maybe it's your parents fighting, maybe it's like, you know, dysregulation of your parents' emotions, like maybe they can't really get their nervous system so intact. So it's always like just different energies. Maybe you had a lot of siblings, just all stuff going on. Maybe there's fighting. Maybe there was substance abuse or addiction, whatever it is. If you grew up in a dysfunctional or chaotic household, you from a very young age came into this world with a dysregulated system. And we as children don't know how to regulate our systems. So we start to live in that state most of the time, right? So then Chaos feels like home. Chaos feels familiar. But then we get older and we see pictures and messages of beautiful things, right? Oh, I'm happy and healthy and I have a beautiful relationship and a beautiful marriage and 
I'm just so happy. And we're like, yeah, I want that. But then why do I keep gravitating towards these situations that are so dramatic or so intense or so all over the place, up and down? And maybe it's because our mind isn't actually aligned with what our body is most comfortable with, right? Our mind is saying we want these things, but our body is like healthy relationship, like boring. Like that sounds real lame. That sounds like way too quiet. I need that rock concert. Teresa used the analogy of like being in the mosh pit. I love mosh pits. I've been going to rock concerts since I was like 14. My first one was uh, Rage Against the Machine. Such a good concert right before they broke up, 99. 1999, for those who are so young that they probably don't even remember that we were in the 1900s, not that long ago. Anyways, my point is, this is something to consider, is that is there an addiction to excitement and chaos in your life? Is it leading you towards the things that you, in your heart and your mind, would not actually recognize or say that you want, but in the situations you find yourself in, keep presenting themselves. So this message, and you're like, yeah, that really resonates with me. That really feels familiar. Because let's all, another way to look at it is like, do you, have you ever had a toxic relationship and you broke up and you were devastated? Even though that person might've treated you like shit. Even though you might've spent so many times crying, even though there might've been this you know, the whole cycle of, you know, you get a lot of attention and affirmation. They speak all these beautiful words, but then their actions leave you hanging. Their promises are empty and you're, you hit rock bottom, but then they lift you up again. But then you break up and it's over and you should be happy, but you're so sad and you miss them and you miss that. And you want to go back to the person who may have abused you or treated you poorly. Why is that? Another idea I've heard is that when you allow others to treat you badly, it's because you don't love yourself, period, end of story. And I think there's truth in that. A lot of us don't really know how to cultivate self-love. It's a really popular phrase, but unfortunately, in practice, and to know what it actually feels like or means can be more challenging. So let's look at those two things. If you feel like you could have sort of that experience of an addiction to chaos, an inability to feel comfortable with a regulated system, with a situation at peace and things are calm and there's no drama, maybe explore that. Why? What's going on? And if you want to go back to people or allow yourself to be involved with people who treat you badly, why? You know, they say that we seek out the things that we can't give ourselves. So why aren't you able to love yourself? Which again, is like a big, like self-love is like a big question. Like, what does that even mean? Like buy myself flowers, like give myself massages. I think I like myself. I feed myself. Like, what do you want? But really what it means is honoring yourself enough that you don't tolerate poor behavior, that you're at such a high vibrational level that you don't allow anything that's not in that realm. And the truth is that self-love is, is not even like a concept. It really is like an existing state. It's a state. Because you can be at a lower level and say, I love myself, I love myself. But then Prince Charming comes along, who turns out to be manipulative and cruel, and you let him stay around. But here's the thing. When you're at the higher level, you wouldn't even entertain that thought. If you think about it, I have a dog. 
adore her more than anything in the world. And if I had somebody come to my house that was interested in me, but they were like, I don't like your dog. They pissed me off. And they would kick it and they would yell at it and they would treat it cruelly. I would tell them to get the fuck out, right? So then why don't we do that for ourselves? So often we'll make compromises if we feel like we're getting the attention, the love, the things that we always wanted. We'll be like, oh, they didn't mean it. You know, oh, it was just, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Like most of the time it's fine or maybe it's not about me or, but we have to think when we really reach a state of self-love is because we love ourselves as much as we love our beloved pet, where we just don't, it's just not even in our realm of existence to allow those things into our sphere. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because that addiction to chaos will keep us from that state because chaos is a lower state. It's a dysregulated state. Higher states, self-love states are very calm and regulated because they know that all there is is love and the flow of love is happening evenly, balancedly, thoroughly throughout the system in a place of self-love. When we are addicted to chaos, we need to keep chasing the dysregulation. We want that unhealthy relationship. We want that dramatic work environment. We want that push and pull with ourselves where we win if we get a lot of compliments, but we lose if our presentation didn't go well or we didn't get invited to do this thing or these friends don't seem to like us or this guy didn't like us, whatever it is. That wraps up our beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Waken podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with others and come back for more. If anything you heard resonates, leave a review or send me an email at Whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to let your light shine and to keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.